this episode hit a little too close to home for my growing up. This really hit me nostalgically. That's right. We watched Pen 15, first day of school. So you know what that means. It's in the basket. Writer's Bagel Basket. David, do you take Patrick? Everything is going to be all right. I was thinking maybe the king and I. Uh, how about Oklahoma? I don't consider myself a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. Don't be mean. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Rogers Bagel Basket. I'm Scott Carolyn. And we are Garden Variety, Kendra Beltran. And welcome umpteenth time, Kendra. Uh, In a year, you've been on, I was listening, you were on for the first time like a year ago in March. And you've already been on more than anyone, (laughs) any other recurring guest because you keep willing to come back. (laughs) Thank you for having me. (laughs) As long as you're willing to come back, you're always welcome, though. So, what did you pick? I picked Pin 15, the the pilot episode, the first episode of this amazing series that should have gotten so many more seasons. I'll get into my problems with Pin 15. It's It's not for everyone. (laughs) uh, We'll get into it. It's a great idea, but I would have preferred it to be more like Wet Hot American Summer, where everyone... Mm. <laughs> is you know in their you know 30s play, 30s playing teenagers but we'll, we'll get into that uh so why don't you give us the tv guide rule for pen 15 mm. let's see post y2k pre 9-11 the year is 2000 and it's the first day of seventh grade and maya and anna are excited about what is upon them Geez, you picked the two darkest things. <laughs> so I was thinking today, I was like, 2000 was just like a magical year. Was there no fear in 2000 other than you're like, if when you're 13, you're changing body and going into seventh grade. But other than that, like we got over Y2K, but we were before the big one. Yeah. So I think it was a good year. It was like a good I I was in eighth grade, so I was closer to her brother's age. Mm, Um, yeah no I was not cool I was (laughs) I played seven different characters in Bye Bye Birdie and I was three understudies (laughs) yeah I was that cool um (laughs) I was homeschooled (laughs) oh you were homeschooled no you because you played all the parts (laughs) oh no (laughs) no so this is what I was saving for the podcast my middle school years uh were awkward because my mom was the guidance counselor of our middle school. So kids were either nice to me because my mom was the guidance counselor or they were mean to me because my mom was the guidance counselor. And I know that she's listening to this in my dad's, in my dad's Honda. And she's like, that's not true. (laughs) It was. 
Uh, so are we going to talk about how awkward we both were in middle school? Um, was I awkward? I was like, I would say I look like the blind side guy in a sport. <laughs> um, it was not cute. It was very large, very just like broad. Like think of like I, I'm gonna say blindside. I think he was broader. So uh yeah, just but I was in the honors class, but I had in seventh grade, well in sixth they kind of clump you together with the same kind of kids who are your intellectual equals, I guess. So I was always <laughs> with the same kids throughout middle school. So you kind of bond with those same people. We also had four elementary schools going into two middle schools. So you met a bunch of new people that year and only one of my friends from elementary school made it to my class and who happened to be my best friend. I I don't know if she's my Anna or the Maya. Okay. Honestly, we're more like, we always used to say Daria and Jane, but now if you've watched Orange is the New Black, it's kind of like Nikki and then I can't remember her name, the crazy one that was like obsessed with her boyfriend. <laughs> that I don't know. It's like, yeah, as we've gotten older, we were Daria and Jane, though, back in the day. Yeah, I'm trying I don't to. I we were, like, weird, though. Like, I had two other friends, and they were more, like, the wild, weird ones. Yeah, I'm about to send you a photo from Awkward Me in middle school. Uh, Let's see if you got that. It's on it's on the bagel basket in, Instagram, but that's I was a theater kid, awkward. Yeah, did you send it on Instagram. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yep. There he is playing all the parts. That wasn't Bye Bye Birdie. That was <sighs> cargo that was, shorts. <laughs> no, those were jean shorts. Uh, that was they have cargo. Were they cargo? I they, thought they were they the jeans. Uh, pockets oh well th that was old navy's whole cargo jean short thing yeah that was that was improv camp oh <laughs> that was camp yes and is what it was called <laughs> yeah i didn't do any of that i was more like the awkward like i just wasn't cool like when they were all like come eighth grade they were ones like oh we're gonna go smoke and drink it Daniel's house I was like what like no not for me not for me I take dare very seriously <laughs> that was so me. seventh grade was my bar mitzvah and as soon as I had my bar mitzvah I wasn't cool anymore like it was they mm -hmm. waited fifth sixth and seventh grade for me to have my bar mitzvah and when I did they're like thanks for the free popcorn douchebag and then they were like gone was so, that like a common thing? <laughs> uh, there were only like five Jewish kids. And mm -hmm. so like if you got invited to one of the bar mitzvahs, it was cool for the mm -hmm. like, it, it felt like the kids, whether they'll, they'll admit this or not. And I doubt that any of them listen to this podcast, um, but it felt like they had like a bingo card. And they were like, hey, we got invited to the Curlin bar mitzvah and to this bar mitzvah. And, oh, man, I got all five. There is one kid who got invited to all five. Whoa. Yeah. He was the coolest. That was me because I was in Hebrew school <laughs> with all those kids. <laughs> and that's what you had to do. If you were in Hebrew school with those kids, you had to invite the other kids who were in your Hebrew school class. Mm. But this hit too close to home, Kendra. This... 
That's what I love about this show, though. I love the cringe that it gives you. I mean, the entire series is like that. My okay, so it opening up with Candy by Mandy Moore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My my sister saw that tour of Mandy Moore. She so when she was in, I think she was a senior or junior in high school. She had her license, but her and her friend would go to concerts. They went to see Hanson. They went to see Mandy Moore. And when they went to see Mandy Moore, they there was supposed to be a meet and greet sign in, which they couldn't get tickets to. And they were like, oh, fine. And then they went to a Wendy's and guess whose tour bus showed up? Mandy Mandy Moore. And they got to meet her. And they didn't have to pay for it. And it reminded okay. me of Doug <laughs> when the when they meet oh. the Beats. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah. Every time I hear Candy by Mandy Moore. <laughs> is it called Candy or Show Me Love? Candy. Okay. Yeah. Candy. Candy yeah. by Mandy. I think they yeah. were doing something there. Yeah. Yeah. That, that hit a little She'd be too like close. the most successful of all those little, that clump of pop stars at the end of the millennium who knew freaking emmy nominated the other thing is was she nominated for this is us she i believe she well the show okay no they didn't give it to her for the last i thought she was gonna win for the last I, season i know sterling won like oh yeah a bunch and milo never won <laughs> so but, he's dead <laughs> yeah with this show, I just so my problem with it is the fact that they didn't do the wet hot American summer thing and they were all, you know, twenty to thirty year olds playing, you know, kids. It's the fact that like I don't know, it just felt weird. Like I understand your point, but I think they had to cast the kids. I think you had to have that cool kid like Alex who um Anna is in love with look like that like he had to look like what was cool then or it wouldn't have worked as well like if I saw Devin Sawa as like a 40 year old in that role I'd be like honey what is going on but you see that kid you see Alex and I'm instantly like I remember that boy I remember having those same exact like oh moments about that particular looking child so yeah like I get it (laughs) But well, then I, I, I kind of see what they're doing. I also saw this the same. Well, I saw the pilot for the second time yesterday. But the first time I saw the show, it, it came out around when eighth grade came out. Bo Burnham's mm-hmm. eighth grade. So, like, that felt, you know, closer to my eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, yeah, I mean, if you like this show, then you'll like that. I know it's on my list. It, but with this, did feel like a time capsule, and the the stuff with her hair getting screwed screwed up just reminded me of middle school so much. Because <laughs> going back to the bar mitzvah, I was the only kid at my bar mitzvah who did not have frosted tips. <laughs> I don't know why everyone showed up to my bar mitzvah like a Backstreet Boy. But <laughs> it was the style. It was definitely the style, which they didn't have a lot of on the show. I feel like 
could have been more frosted tips on this. Well, well this is the Midwest, right? It's supposed to take place in. I don't. I always think they're kind of Florida. No, because they like uh, when they do the AOL episode, he pretends to be like fly Miami bro. So I think they're in Florida. Okay. And that's where they did their animated episode. So I think it's Florida somewhere. Okay. Because I was getting like Napoleon Dynamite vibes, like Iowa. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think I think it's Florida. I would guess Florida. Also, some of the stuff they were doing just made my heart hurt. Like <laughs> when when she was recreating Ace Ventura and she thought everyone was laughing with her, but they were clearly laughing <laughs> at her. And I was laughing with her. <laughs> I was laughing with her too, but I was for the longest time, I would be the kid to quote movie quotes at inappropriate times. And then when I realized people were laughing at me, mm. I would stop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole it's, I think that's what the show's about. I think it captures middle school and you're always going to feel awkward and weird. And I, for me, this does it the best of any show I've ever seen. You never, you'd walk away from every episode like, oh, God, Matt can't watch it. Nope. Yeah, like, I'm like, I can do this for this one episode, and maybe if she, meaning you, if Kendra wants to do the animated special, I could probably do that because it's not. That one's so hard to get through. There's a caricature thing that goes on, and you know what caricatures do. Caricatures do. They you know, elaborate or whatever, exaggerate your features. So they think that's how they look. So in the episode, that's how they look is like their caricatures. It's so crazy. I mean, the, the, this episode itself, like I know it sets a tone, but after a while it would, it just hurt my heart. Like, <laughs> cause I was having flashbacks to like the stuff that happened in this did happen in my high, uh, not high school, middle school. Like the whole, you know, calling a girl a Yugis. See, like I told you, he wouldn't care. This is literally like the worst day of my life, and he'll probably call me Yugis too. Did you just say Yugis? Yeah. Yugis is the worst thing you can be called. The list of Yugis' past, they're all heinous dogs. They, we didn't, they didn't call girls like that in my middle school, but they did have a term and like, what was your term? I totally forget. Um, <laughs> I think it was like hubbus, like hit by underside of bus. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. We didn't and, anything like that. We just had like, the weird girls that you knew were weird, like real weird. Like there's a girl in the show. She only has one line this episode, but later on she's very much that girl who like draws horses and is into fairies and dresses like a pioneer child like that. And we had that girl. So I love that character. I wish she was in this episode more, but yeah, just that just couldn't. <laughs> it wasn't the girl who was like, Oh, they're being so mean. They... No, that is my, that's mean girl for life, Becca. Okay. Uh, little baby Chelsea Peretti right there, as the fandom calls her. 
She's amazing. That's an amazing mean girl. She <laughs> grows so much in the show. Yeah. In my middle school, so in elementary school, there was this girl who was socially awkward and like everyone would make fun of her. And then she went and got homeschooled and went to and then went to a different elementary school, I think. And then she showed up our eighth grade year. And like in my head, I thought it was going to be like like a, a she's all that. And she comes back oh a different person. No, she just got weirder. <laughs> like, <I> mean... <laughs> like she's like, we're like, oh, it's good to see you. She's like, I'm wearing my mother's clothes. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's some, that is Jessica M. That girl in my school I grew up with. Oh my god, she was bless her heart. She, I. I probably they're probably gone now, but I saved her like fairy drawings. She would like draw me and she would do tarot card readings in class in high school. It was a lot. It was a lot, but yeah. <laughs> I, I like um I do like the fact that Maya Erskine's mom plays her mom. Yeah, it's so cute. Actually, I didn't know that. Well, we only got two seasons. I didn't know that till like the second season. I was like, that's crazy. And uh isn't her dad I, he wasn't in this episode, but isn't her dad played by Al Borland? Yes. Richard Karn? <laughs> so I was really hoping because he was involved that if they had more seasons, we could have got JTT as just like, not even like, don't make a big deal. Just sneak him in there, like maybe as a substitute or something. I was really hoping for that because of Richard Karn. The other thing that like hit close to home was the phones, mm. the landline phones, mm -hmm. and the AOL the dial-up i didn't have the internet so that's not something that's like nostalgic for me i would maybe at my friend's house but the phone for sure because we would spend just hours hours just talking about nothing me and my best friend's favorite thing the backstreet boys had this cool vhs called all access I yeah i'm well it. aware of it my sister had it <laughs> that we and like tearing up the charts for uh in sync I don't have any instinct ones, but we would like go on the VCR and be like, okay, all right, at this part, stop it. And then we'd sit on the phone and talk, like, and watch it at the same time over and over again. The closest I had was the Blink 182, oh. <laughs> which had all their music videos. And then a very bad behind the scenes documentary. <laughs> I have a good Charlotte and an All American Rejects one. <laughs> Haven't watched them since I got them. <laughs> I remember for my sister's senior year, they, my parents were like, okay, you graduated high school. Where do you want to go? And she goes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to see Good Charlotte perform. And I'm like, great. I'm going to get room service in the hotel room while you guys do that. <laughs> I may oh, order she, she rush that, hour two. What? Was she, did she go to the taping? Oh, yeah. They did? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So I there's like a singer named like Poe or something and they like cut Good Charlotte's and have to put Poe in there and I was like who is this woman Good Charlotte is have great the whole no Good Charlotte should have the whole thing I still remember being very upset about that. my favorite one was the Counting Crows one oh, I don't remember that one that's where basically they, if the internet existed at this time, they would have broken the internet because they started playing around here. And then he starts changing the lyrics, and people are like, Why the fuck are you changing the lyrics, Adam Duritz? Mm -hmm. 
It's like uh, like uh, the bad lyrics. Or? No, he actually made the song better, in my opinion. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> was he like protesting or something? No, no, it was basically. <laughs> so know the line in the song. There's a girl out in the parking lot saying I should take a shot. Can you mm-hmm. see my walls are crumb? He he basically expanded on that, and he told the story of basically a guy who wants the girl and she's telling him to kiss her and he's so nervous because he's like a high schooler and he is scared to take his shot and basically yeah can't you see my son stopped And I'm like, guys, that's brilliant storytelling. And they're like, shut up, <laughs> movie kid. <laughs> You're not a music kid. Yeah. 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 I would have been I would have been that kid at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and be like, ah, I see what he did there. Storytelling. <laughs> but speaking of music, I think they spent a lot of money on the music on this show. I, I mean, I would think so. They got. I don't think they did as much as you think because Hulu is owned by Disney. But all of the but all of those are on labels that are owned by Disney. Disney Hmm. now owns like RCA, Motown, and like I know for a fact they didn't pay a ton of money for Mandy Moore because she was on that Disney label (laughs) that that also Hollywood Records. Yes. TLC was definitely on Hollywood Records too, and I remember that because they had um, the giant cardboard cutout for uh, what? What was the name of the album that No Scrubs was on? Fan mail. Fan mail, and it had the Hollywood Records logo at the mm. bottom of it. I'm like, oh, it's like movies, and they're like, shut up, movie kid. <laughs> like a studio, Sam Goody. Go to Suncoast where you belong. <laughs> I have to be at this coconuts because the Suncoast video closed down. I got nowhere to go. To like to the corner where the DVDs on the VHSs are. Yeah, it was Kendra. It's nineteen ninety nine. It was VHSs. <laughs> you know it. They were slowly creeping in the DVDs. Yeah, slowly. I rem- I remember we won a free DVD player, oh. um, because we. I think my dad, my dad used to do this, this thing where he would like, oh, I know what it was. We got a free DVD player because he bought speakers at <laughs> uh, Tweeter. Yeah, Tweeter. I don't know. I think that's an East Coast uh, stereo store. But he, he got like a surround sound and they're like, you get this free DVD player. And he's like, cool. Can I put CDs in it? And they're like, sure. I'm actually looking for a CD player. <laughs> and they're really hard to find. Like for like 
they're still a little bit too pricey for what I would want to pay for one. Um, Cause like I'm going to see Garth Brooks and he's not on like streaming. I have all the CDs though. So I'm like, I can only listen in the car, but if I don't drive, then I'm only in the car with Matt. So <laughs> he doesn't want to listen to it all the time. <sighs> the struggle. The struggle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, I think with this show, the writing is very clever. I will give them that. The entire structure of it is great. <laughs> I just feel, it just feels like so weird seeing two 31-year-olds in the middle of a school. And like, I'm one to talk because I used to like watch Strangers with Candy all the time. It was like mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to watch. I would be like, oh, I'm going to watch South Park and Strangers with Candy. But like, the whole joke is she was 50 and, you know. <laughs> I think it works, though. I think they did. Well, when I first started watching, I didn't know. I was like, are they adults? Or, or are they not? Like, I was really, because there wasn't, like, too much press when it came out. It took mm -hmm. a minute for word of mouth to catch through. So I was like, hmm. And then the article started to come out. And I was like, oh, they're my age. Yeah, okay. I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that they were in their 30s. I thought that they were, like, late. 20s. Late, not late 20s like late teens early 20s like mm -hmm. but then I found out like Maya Erskine was at you know Comedy Central like two years after I was at Comedy Central so it's like oh okay <laughs> she, she's grown she's yeah and yeah I, I think it was just I also when they get into the whole like so the whole premise of this episode is it is the first day of eighth uh seventh grade mm -hmm. and she cuts her hair to look like Sarah Michelle Geller, but she doesn't do a good job and her mom has to give her the dreaded bowl cut. Mm -hmm. And I actually went to elementary school with a girl who had that same haircut, <laughs> and this one kid bullied her so bad that she went and got homeschooled i'm like no katie you're my disney buddy we talk about i don't care if you look like you know a cabbage patch doll <laughs> i think it looks nice <laughs> who else has this many disney adventures in nickelodeon magazines <laughs> oh miss those ones one time i like got the nickelodeon magazine and they had the kids choice award and i like made my mom make copies at her job and i gave them out to my class and was like we're gonna do matchmaking and then i collected the data <laughs> <laughs> that's the kid i was <laughs> i was doing experiments with your children i i was thinking I was, about like, really mad i was like thinking about so maya spent her entire summer renting and watching ace ventura pet uh, pet detective Mm -hmm. But that was 94, and this is 2000. Well, they could have owned it by then. I Well, I think this is when it was, like, on HBO all the time. Because, mm -hmm. like, at that time period, if you got HBO, I think this was, like, the time period that my family got HBO, but it also came with, like, Nickelodeon Gas. Do you remember Nickelodeon Gas? Mm -hmm. And it yeah. came with Nicktoons the Nicktoons channel and the Disney tunes channel and MTV too. So I would we basically, no, you don't remember. No, I mean, I know the channels. I had them in college, but my cable did not. I remember 
we did have HBO Showtime. It was stars we could not get when we upgraded. Oh, we <laughs> had HBO stars, but we didn't have Showtime. We had, I had Showtime. That was a good channel. That was what I watched more than any of the other cable channels. <laughs> their, their, their friendship is very sweet. And that's what I really like about the show. They did point. meet in college, though. They, they weren't. <laughs> that true true but i i like the friendship on the show i mean i don't yeah. know that about the show but yeah i just think it's a cute one i don't think i that's what i like about this type of show it's the friendships it's like i like stranger things and degrassi but it's also that just that time period that's my favorite chapter of life is that middle school adolescent because it's always like the same for everyone yeah i, I mean so Ladybird hit a lot, hit just as close to home as this did. Cause I was, I think I was either a freshman or I was a sophomore in high school when Ladybird takes place. Ladybird takes place 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was a freshman. Summer, uh, yeah, spring semester of 2002, I was a freshman. So seeing Ladybird and seeing this, it's like, oh, wow, this is, uh, yeah, this is hitting way too close to home. This is really up there. <laughs> and I've Does it seen make you sad? Uh, a little bit. It also makes me feel like, you know, all I do is I podcast. I I didn't create a TV show based on my awkward adolescence. That part cuz I was like if you're like, what show would I have written if I could? This would be the one. This is I'm, like right at my alley. Because like all the stories that I've told on this podcast, like the Gustus Gloop's mom kid, the kid who was very awkward at, you know, sleepovers, that, that that's an episode right there. And mm-hmm. like, I have so many stories about that kid. <laughs> He's like, have you seen, um, <laughs> have you seen Big Mouth? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, love it. The character of Milk. Wait, which one's what? what Milk. Is that? Milk was the the kid at summer camp. My dad's friend. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was this kid. Because <laughs> I don't think I've told this story on the podcast. And since we're talking about middle school, that kid every year from fifth grade to eighth grade had the biggest crush on this girl who kind of looked like Betty Boop. And and he um he basically would ask her to dance at every single school dance and she politely would be like, no thank you. And I'm like, well, and it was weird. <laughs> His obsession was weird. So then we found out that he was going to the technical high school. So eighth grade was our dress up dance and mm-hmm. he goes insert name here will will you dance with me it's the last slow dance of of, of the year will you dance with me because we're probably never going to see each other again and she goes okay i will dance with you and we're like form a circle oh god <laughs> and, no. and everyone just watched as they slow dance and because he was taught how to dance by his mother he oh. Did the hand holding her hand, small of the back, cheek to cheek, and I just turned to my best friend, 
uh, my best friend Mike, who's been on this podcast, I'm like, he's going to kill her. <laughs> no, not this, not this turning into a true crime podcast. Uh, I was like, all right, everyone, this is getting weird. <laughs> like, there are a few, few people who were like, oh, this is sweet. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> This is how it clap. starts. <laughs> yeah, someone starts slow ca- clapping. Stop it. You're like, no. don't encourage this. <laughs> you know where he is today. I'll tell you off, Mike. <laughs> but you I'll do t- know. I do okay. know. <laughs> okay. But then, postscript to this story, he went to our high school. <laughs> oh, he didn't go to the technical. Bye. No. <laughs> The kid shot his shot and he was taking another one. It was like Angus. <laughs> I hope they're married today. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh. No. No, she married a guy who looks like a Ken doll. Oi. Like, they're excited for Barbie. Not not Ken Ryan Gosling with the blonde hair. Like Ken <laughs> now where he kind of looks like J.C. Chazette. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. So, like, good for her. <laughs> that story still scares me to this day. And if I start doing stand-up again, I am telling that story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's going to kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, that's so sweet. He's going to kill her. <laughs> I don't think the show had any kid like that, though. No, but. Um, yes. Yes, they one does come. Oh, okay. down the line. I was like, is it that kid Sam? No, 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 no. But Sam's in love with Maya, right? Yeah, yeah, Sam with Maya. Um, no, he we're gonna meet him in band when they okay. start the next couple episodes. He's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very funny character. <laughs> so, he's actually he by the end he dives into that like hot topic. We saw like there's three kids in the front of the school that were very like porn t-shirts. I really wish they would have had time or been able to just do that more. That was like all me and my friends were very hot topic. So I wish I wish that was a little bit more in the show. I was packed sun because I would get the the Blink 182 t-shirts, the new Found Glory t-shirts. I was mm-hmm. I, I was a theater kid, but I also did skateboard. I was a skateboarder. Um, and then I found out that, like, all the, the kids who were at the skate park were doing drugs. I'm like, sorry, fellas. I got to go to Glee Club. Do-wop. Shoo-ba-do-do. <laughs> I just start. I just start. I just start scatting on my skateboard. Do-wop. <laughs> I turned into Chris Chris Klein from... Uh, from American Pie. <laughs> <Scooby dooby doo-wop. laughs> well, we'll get the um <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Uh so I need to talk about the fight because they call her a Yugis, which means ugliest girl in school, which that broke my heart because I love Maya Erskine. Um she was in a movie I love called Plus One with uh Jack Quaid. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. I know of it. Yes, yes. I think it's free on Hulu. It's great. It's really good. And I'm like, don't call her a Yugis. But when she asks her brother for fighting advice mm-hmm. and her going too far, 
It's my favorite line. I've been saying it all day. (laughs) (laughs) That happened in middle school. There was a fight like that where Mm -hmm. a guy called a girl fat, but he was really mean about it. And she pointed out that he did not have a parent. (laughs) Oh, and did she recover from it? Because I was like, Maya goes back and like, they're cool. I'd be like, I we would have never let this person live this down. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure she was written off the show. I mean, uh, we didn't see her in school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I like to pretend like my life is a TV series. And we I never saw her again. For- her contract wasn't there for season two. Yeah. You mean sophomore year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we got some notes from uh, ABC. I mean, uh, PTA. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that was another thing. Because I, I realized watching this, I wasn't the one participating in the stuff like they were. I was mm-hmm. like the bystander as a kid. As as I said before, I was the one who would be telling people, shut up, stop, don't encourage this. <laughs> and maybe that's because my mom was guidance counselor. It was just innate in you and your blood. I loved a good fight. I, I'm an instigator. I wouldn't instigate because I don't want to be folded into the drama, but I would be like, if they, we heard like a hubbub was going to happen at lunch or something, we made sure to stay alert because... I went to a school that was very like gang heavy. Okay. And, and so the fights would get pretty wild. Yeah, I had a middle school and a high school that had an ice cream parlor right next to it. So <laughs> well, it's an ice cream stand, but like like that that's how suburbs my suburb school life was. So like if people would fight I would insert myself like as the referee and be like, okay, I'm on a good clean fight. <laughs> Do not oh, encourage no. this. No public participation. No, there was like, especially in middle school, there's just like, you knew what girls not to mess with. Uh, like for the boys, it's kind of like, I didn't really know their world, but for the girls, there were girls I was terrified of and not because they ever threatened me it's because how they had threatened others like I had a friend and she dated this girl's brother and Mm -hmm. the sister was like out for blood for this girl because she wasn't the same race or I don't know what the deal was but like she was terrifying her and her whole crew like I we have our 20th anniversary coming up in a couple years and I'm like I'm kind of scared to see them yeah (laughs) okay So it's funny that you mentioned 20th reunions because I got a Facebook message group saying, I know that our 20 year reunion is a couple of years away, but what if we had it now? Because, you know, COVID happened and like, we got to live like there's no tomorrow. And like, (laughs) and I I was like, I'm going to stay in this group to find out where they're going. And once I find out what they're doing and where they're going, I'm leaving the group. (laughs) <laughs> and I did because they they are doing an open mic night at our roller rink and they get to rent the, the roller rink for three to four hours. And they're like, yes, and it's going to be a hundred bucks a person. I'm like, for a roller rink? <laughs> what do you mean open mic for? 
What? So there is a stage at this roller rink mm -hmm. where they used to have like lip sync contests. Okay. So they're renting the stage, I guess, to have the high school bands that they formed. Like, I forgot the names, but the names were like, <laughs> no. you know, Doinkler and Dingleberry or like, like, oh, man, it's the tongues. <laughs> and and like the kids who used to do stand up, which I think that was okay. aimed at me and two other kids. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, No. <laughs> I, you should have stayed in the group just to see like some photos or is it the pictures I mean. <laughs> oh they started sharing photos and they're like okay. hey guys remember the good times and i'm like oh man someone's gonna bring up the time that i puked when oh. i had two <laughs> and i'm like nope i'm leaving <laughs> what happened is they took us to six flags and i had a frap or a milkshake, mm. as it's called. I West think, Coasters. Like, I think we call it a, a frappuccino. Uh, so I'm referring to our Midwest listeners. Oh. <laughs> what do they call it? Milkshakes. The coffee drinks? No. Milkshakes in Massachusetts are called fraps. What? <laughs> That's dumb. That's I don't... Not... Yeah. So... Milkshake, a milkshake here is literally cold chocolate milk, pretty much, with like ice in it. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, fraps, fraps are milkshakes. That's that sounds like child abuse, really, is what they're <laughs> doing to you guys. <laughs> we oh we God. call we call a liquor store here a packy. So my, my favorite emails that I get from people who listen to this podcast is they're like, you don't sound like you have a Boston accent. You don't sound like you're from Massachusetts. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. You're wicked smart, dude. <laughs> going to go have your frappe. That is just. <laughs> hey, hey, we're, no. we're going to go down. We're going to go down to Stewart's or Richardson's and we're going to get a frap and then we're going to watch the beast drop puck. Cause they're playing the they're playing the ranges. Ah, uh, can't wait to, to see the Celtics play the Bulls. What? Are you suppressing your accent? No, I I've never really had an accent, but I also think I had uh, because I took so many theater classes. Um, which mm. turns out one of my theater teachers, uh, when I did children's theater, was Chris Evans's mom. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, because she used She's to teach nice. at... I see her on the carpet with them. She used to nice. teach at the Concord <laughs> Theater, and I I took theater lessons there. Hmm. You probably saw him. Yeah. <laughs> Who is that handsome young man? Oh, that's my son, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> He's all the lights just on him, all perfect and stuff. That's Matt's um, celebrity boyfriend. I don't... I he He's okay. He gets really upset when I say he's not that attractive. I like Brett me. Goldstein. He's my celebrity boyfriend from Ted Lasso. Mm, oh, okay. Yes, I know who that is. I do. Yeah. But yeah, with this episode, it's insane how the fight, I, the fight where she basically <sighs> brings up the fact that the kid's dad died. Yeah. Yes! 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 Go! 
so messed up. Like, you could hear a pin drop. But that's when I knew the show was for me. I knew at that point. I was like, okay. This is kind of the humor. It made me gasp, I will say. Because I was like, are you? What are you saying, girl? (laughs) Who would go there? (laughs) Going back to the whole her reenacting the scenes from Ace Ventura Pet Detective, when she gets the momentum of people laughing, it gives her this Mm -hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. And she goes balls to the wall. Which is a very like 13 year old thing to do. Yeah. Can you explain the cool teacher to me? The guy with the guitar? <laughs> uh, he kind of doesn't develop more. I thought for sure they were going to definitely have him have a crush on him. And it get kind of weird. We never got there. He never really develops throughout the show. Unfortunately, because I thought they were kind of introducing something pretty cool there. I thought he was like a Paul Rudd type. Did you have a teacher like that in middle school? Because we definitely Like a did. hot teacher or a cool teacher? Like Both? cool. Uh, both? Um, not... Mm, not in middle school, but in high school, I did have a hot teacher. But in middle school, my favorite teacher was my English teacher in seventh grade. He, Mr. Hover, because he started every class with like a story that would inspire the story we would write for like our 15 minute time. And I swear he made them all up. And I would like all every day he'd finish and I'd be like, oh, excuse me, the facts of this story. And I would question him about everything. And like I, I was like my like I would get the attention. And everyone would be laughing, so I would do it every day and do it more. And he finally had to pull me out of class and tell me that I had to stop because he I was being mean. So there was a teacher that all the girls had a crush on. I'm not going to say his name on air. Um, but he looked like Freddie Prince Jr. and Keanu Reeves. And like oh. all the girls were like, oh, he's so cute because he looks like Freddie Prince Jr. And I go, I think he looks like Keanu Reeves. And they're like, Ew, Keanu Reeves. And I'm like, if this was today, he would definitely yeah. be saying Keanu Reeves. Because Maybe like Freddie Prince too. <laughs> I was like, uh, Keanu Reeves was in The Matrix, which was one of the most successful movies of 1999. And they're like, shut up, movie kid. <laughs> Go to the corner. But there was the teacher I had a crush on was uh my art teacher. She looked like Christine Taylor. Oh, Marsha Brady. Your freaking uh, school was stacked. I had no attractive middle school teachers. No. Well, yeah. And then in high school, I was in love with my English teacher because she looked like Kay Hamley from Letters to Cleo. Mm. Yeah. And like she used to work at the library too. So my friend and I saw her at the library and we're like, Oh, hey, how you doing? And then we like saw that uh, she had a tattoo on her arm there. I'm like, oh, you have a tattoo? And she's like, don't tell anyone. There's a reason why I wear cardigans. I was like, I like cardigans. And she's like, Scott, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) My hot teacher was my uh, physics teacher in my junior year. He was very hot. I obviously I wear glasses and I can see from anywhere in the classroom, but he did us reverse alphabetical. So I was in the back and I was like, listen, I can't see back there. I gotta sit right by your desk. And so I just sat by his desk the whole year. <laughs> Our like, physics yeah. teacher was not an attractive man. He literally <laughs> looked like George Carlin. <laughs> I can, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but I thought they were going to do something with the teacher, and now you're telling me they don't. No, I don't think they got enough time. I think they would have by, like, the eighth grade year. I think something would have developed there. So the the show only went two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rona, and then they got pregnant, and then, I mean, they're already older, so we can't have two pregnant eighth graders walking through for season three. I think I think the show does have a good message about standing by your friends and sticking together. But like the kids that are mean to them, they're so mean. And like, also the thing that creeped me out was like the close up of the back of the neck. No, <laughs> when in sync, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that's true to life. We would see our crushes and we'd just be like, it'd be like in Doug every time we saw Patty and it was that like, <laughs> like <laughs> me and my brother too all the time. But, hmm. No, I think that was fine. Um, the one thing it's really mean when they put like the signs on the lockers and she like totally believes this. <laughs> I know. Do you know what it reminded me of? Never mm-hmm. been kissed. Mm-hmm. When mm-hmm. when she's in the flashback and going to prom and then they egg her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Mm. And then like yeah, that just breaks my heart. Yeah, that movie upsets me. That that movie is like this, where it's like, but that's different. That's she actually is a thirty-year-old woman pretending to be. She's not a thirty-year-old actress who's playing a thirteen-year-old child. But, but that's hasn't that been very common lately? Because didn't um Nas, uh Nassim Pedrod. Have yeah, a TV show like Chad or something like that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I guess this is a thing now. <laughs> I mean, they just don't want to work with kids. Or, well, Thirty-year-old, thirty-year-old comedianesses <laughs> pretending but to be children with the posters. Like Sam just like owned my heart when he take like to Lifehouse. That's one of my favorite musical moments of TV ever. Just the Lifehouse playing and him taking the posters down because you know he loves her that's his like girl but he doesn't want to admit it that just oh and it like it pays it's weird in the end but it pays off in the end so i literally had a moment well okay here we go (laughs) in in middle school the girl i had a crush on and I've told this story on the podcast. Someone at my bar mitzvah found out I had a crush on her and they thought it'd be funny to tell the DJ and the DJ was the biggest prick in the world. And he called me into the middle of a circle. Oh, God. Again with the circle. Yeah, but this time I didn't, I wasn't like that kid. <laughs> I wasn't like, I wasn't even going to ask her for a slow dance at the bar mitzvah. So he called my name and then he called the girl's name and he goes, he likes you. Why don't oh you my. dance? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and the song he picked was Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer. Mm. And her boyfriend just watched us in the corner. And I'm like, I'm going to die, literally. Oh. So then that week, as I was walking in the hall with my Walkman, 
listening to Lifehouse hanging by oh. a moment. And her and her boyfriend were holding hands. And I was like, I felt Sam. <laughs> I felt like Sam. I was like, okay, I relate to this kid. He, he's a really good character. He has a really good arc, too, uh, to watch the whole show. They, oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Especially, oh, uh, because he's going to get cool. Okay. And we'll see how that works out with him and his friends. <laughs> uh, I'm probably yeah. not going to watch anymore because. <laughs> well, it doesn't work. <laughs> okay. A little bit. <laughs> but it's cool to see him, like, go through that wave because you do have those kids that you were friends with them and they weren't cool and then they meet like when we went to high school we had two middle schools then going to one high school so you're meeting the of your others you know like you're tethered from the other middle school and you're like I didn't vibe with any of them but my friends did so I had a really hard time like accepting these new people and I was like I hate this yeah that's literally what happened because all the cool kids went off with the cool kids and there I was Listening to Lifehouse, hanging by a moment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we all know it's Third Eye Blind in the background. But yeah. Um, so yeah, this entire episode, like, yes, it's cringy. Like, especially when the mom is like, okay, sit down. I'll fix your hair. I'm like, oh, no, don't get out the bowl. Oh, she's getting out the bowl. What's crazy about this show in the long run is it shows like you have the classic sitcoms that we all love from TJF and how like involved the parents are. And then you get to the like 21st century parenting and it is so vastly different, but so like memorable for me because my mom was that absent parent like she was never there. But you see it the two different like Anna's mom is definitely that 21st century mom not given a care more self-centered and then Maya's mom's you know, an angel, but did you know who Anna's mom was who played her? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So that is Melora, uh, Walter, who she was in boogie nights. She was in, um, Magnolia. She was in butterfly effect. She's been in everything. So like seeing her as, as Anna's mom, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I was like, what are you doing here, character actress Melora Walter? <laughs> I'm glad you're a mom. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> yeah. And I I don't I don't know. I, I just I felt like Anna was too cool for Maya. I mean you could see that because she's more reserved. <laughs> She's not putting herself out there as much as Maya is, obviously. So I could see them having that be a headbutt thing. Yeah. They're leaving her, which it happens. It happens. On the show? You get them. On the show. Yes. There is a, there's going to be a, you know how you have your best friend and then mm-hmm. you meet a third person and it's kind of like, now we got to get a three Peace, best friends for life necklace, and it's like a drama thing. That's kind of that's what's coming. And she, like, it is a like what no more than fourteen year old girl, and she's one of the most terrifying TV villains. <laughs> like she scared me. Oh, the so yeah. Who's the one who becomes closer with her? Anna. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
I'm guessing she figures it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. It gets really weird and creepy. And because they didn't get a third season, it's kind of like what would have gone on with that character? It's just a really weird character. It's like, I'm telling you, one of the scariest villains I've had on TV is <laughs> like child. I I don't know. We covered blank check. <laughs> I keep seeing that getting so much more and more attention on why that is a wild movie. <laughs> we already talked about it a year ago, so mm-hmm. I feel like we got the ball rolling. Yeah. I was like, I didn't see all these TikToks till then. <laughs> yeah. Got that ball rolling. But like that that's the thing. So I think it's because we talked about blank check. That's what kind of creeps me out. Like I know they're <laughs> supposed to be being playing 13-year-olds, but like like um when Anna is at, in the nurse's office with that kid and she, she's <laughs> like, so do you think uh, your friends would like my friend? Well, I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is, this is getting into blank check territory. <laughs> Don't like this. Your face looks really good with blood on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Like, see that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but I think it would be funny, like, I think it'd be funny if, like, everyone was played by, even, like, the boy characters were played by, like, 30-year-old actresses, like, comedian actresses, like. <laughs> Just all girls? Yeah, like, like what, um, oh, mm-hmm. Chad, mm-hmm. like, when Nassim Pedro, yeah. Hmm. If they ever try to bring it back. Maybe we'll do that because now the kids, well, now the kids are old. So. Yeah. I follow a couple on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, they're like grown ups now. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, but yeah, is there anything we're missing? Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about, you know, being fat kids. If they had to do PE on the first day. I would have been like, what? No. <laughs> Yeah, that was that's triggering. That PE middle school PE is probably the most triggering thing for me. I okay, so middle school PE was pretty bad, especially. Uh, we didn't do kickball, but we did bombardment, which was just dodgeball, but it was <laughs> one sided where we would be against the wall and people would just throw balls at us. Hmm. I'm like, can we <laughs> catch these? And the gym teacher was like, no. <laughs> But <laughs> like I don't think I like this anymore. Why didn't you just have kickball? <laughs> the strange thing is it was the it was the fifth grade teachers who would have us play kickball. It wasn't <laughs> part of gym curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um I remember they tried to have us climb the rope and I was like, pass. Mm. No, thank mm. you. Mm. We didn't have a rope, but we I hated the presidential fitness week. Oh. That was like hell week for fat kids because our <clears throat> our teacher would make us get on a wobbly like folding table in front of the rest of the class and do, to do the push-ups. Here's the thing. I, don't, I was like, <clears throat> yeah, here's the thing I don't understand about the presidential fitness test is they would have us go through this hell mm-hmm. and then they would reward us with ice cream bars. <laughs> It didn't make sense. Well, you worked hard, so now you play hard. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, like, the gym teacher as I, because I had asthma, 
and like I was struggling to jog and he comes beside me in a golf cart. That's how slow I was going. He could oh, keep God. up. And he goes, you kind of look like the type of person who would prefer a Big Mac instead of, you know, a big run. And I go, thank you. <laughs> like I did the the question. Thank you. I was like, thank you. Okay. And then like on the way home, my mom's like, what do you want for dinner? I'm like, I want a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he was right about me. <laughs> yeah. What do you know? Yeah, PT for him. was just from having to dress out to like just doing physical activity and getting all sweaty and then just having to put on your clothes again. Like I had periods up uh, I had PE third period almost every year of middle school, third and fourth. So I'm like, that's five more periods for the rest of the day to be in like sweat. <laughs> We weren't showering. Yeah, neither were we. And I had PE at the beginning of the day. Oh, see, it's just like, no wonder we're weird and awkward. We freaking stink. Like, <laughs> like come on. Yeah, I was like, I'd rather be in home ec right now because you at least oh. get to cook. We made macaroni and cheese, I think from a box, and then yeah. Rice Krispie treats. We made pudding pie. Which okay. which was pretty much just chocolate pudding and a graham cracker crust with whipped cream on it, which I was fine mm -hmm. with. And then she's like, and then you guys get to make something. And like everyone made like either pizza bagels or or English muffin pizza. And I'm the one over here. I'm like, I'm going to make um, how do you guys feel about a nice big ziti? <laughs> I love cooking. And I'm she's like, oh, are you going to use jar sauce? I'm like, ma'am. <laughs> how dare you i have this can of san marzano's crushed we got some bread pepper flakes and i'm like this is gonna get girls to like me and they're like scott you're like my best friend i'm like shit <laughs> i mean you're feeding them <laughs> i didn't discover cooking till later in life so when now that i do cook i'm like i can't believe my mom gave me that jarred sauce it's so disgusting yeah i so i at the, that time in eighth grade i was making like pizza and you know mainly italian foods i i would do a lot of sandwiches um i loved baking and I'm like, you know what would make these chocolate chip cookies better? What if we put some candied bacon in? And my mom's like, that's not going to work. And my dad's like, let's hear him out. <laughs> <laughs> he might be onto something. <laughs> not now, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I said, be quiet. Let <laughs> <laughs> the kid talk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, what about some nice English shortbread? You guys like shortbread? <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm like, oh, I need friends. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, like the PE scene really got to me because I'm like, uh, no, no, no exercise. <laughs> well, um, the weird thing, I love to run now. I do. I I ran two and a half miles today and it was 82 degrees outside and I almost died. But in middle, like, didn't get me to run then. Mm -mm. I, w I was supposed to exercise this morning and I was like, I could. Or oh. I could snuggle with Wesley on the couch and he would fall asleep on me and give me a million kisses. I think hard I'm good. to do in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, 
Wesley, Wesley is the puppy. He's a year old, so cool. he needs snuggles. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, and I mean, when you're asleep, you're like, mm, ten more minutes. Mm. Well, he wakes up <laughs> at five a.m. and I have to take him out, and then, oh. then we, I can't bring him back upstairs because then he'll wake everyone up. So I have to go with him on the couch, and then he falls asleep on me, and I'm like, no one say a thing. He is asleep on my chest. It is the cutest oh. thing in the world. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? <laughs> I have to be very still as I take the photo. Yeah. Yeah. I know because every time they do something cute, that's when they move. They, I think yep. they know the cameras on yep. them. Uh-huh. It's like they'll be in that position for 10 minutes. And as soon as the camera comes out, they're like, boop. So like, what else are we missing? Or should we get into bagels? think we got it all <laughs> okay how many bagels kendra there are 13 bagels i give it a 13 i love this pilot <laughs> it's it's a good pilot it's well written i'm giving it 10 i'm i'm still i know people find the show funny but it's still there are moments <laughs> that are just like so cringy and reminded me of like all these very awkward moments so yeah 10 I get that. That's why a lot of people, uh, a lot of my friends couldn't finish it. Um, they're like, it's just too, it's too much. It's like they have PTSD with it. And I was like, I understand. I understand. <laughs> but the girl who I think was my Maya, she liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I haven't talked to my best friend about this. I, I don't know if he's seen the show. But I may ask him, I'm like, have you seen it? Does this remind us of us in middle school? <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to promote anything? Yeah. Um, my podcast, Crushgasm. Everything is on crushgasmpodcast.com. We're expanding. We're not just crushing on people. We have crushes on ideas like nostalgia and on TV genres like teen TV coming up. I'm really excited about and me and Matt have Food Show Fanatics, which is on you know Spotify, iTunes. So yeah. Nice. I have another podcast called Hell is a Musical, and I have another mini series called When Scary But Stabby. Uh, you can find all of us on all of those things on social media, on Spotify, on you know, what have you, wherever you can find find video cassette tapes. Um like us. Tweet at us, share our stuff, give us five stars so we can continue doing this stuff. Um, Kendra, thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. Until next time, I'm Scott Curlin. Bye.